Hi, I'm Tajina. I'm a university student, just a regular student, like there's nothing special about me. And this is my podcast. Hello, people of the internet. I'll never meet you guys yet. <laughs> Are we gonna meet face in face someday in the future or not? I don't know, hopefully, yes. Of course, indeed, I want to meet you all from around the world, even though I don't know each of you guys' named occupation, but your country, well, at least you guys speak English, so I just can't understand. Anyways, today's Disney princess is the bravest princess. She pretends to be a boy just so she can fight for her family, for her country, for the thing she believed, and she succeeds. Oh my god, I'm not supposed to talk to you people this spoiler, but I know you guys already know this story, of course it is. So yeah, let's go. Anyways, this story is from princess.disney.com slash story. You can google it on Google, of course, yes. And it has two options, the read and listen. And if you want to try another voice to tell you the story of Mulan, just go to the website and listen yourself. Enjoy! story. Thousands of years ago in ancient China, there lived a beautiful young woman named Mulan. She lived with her parents and dog named Little Brother. Mulan's father had once been a great warrior, but his leg had been injured in a battle. As an only child, Mulan felt responsible for upholding the family honor. One day, a man arrived with the terrible news from the emperor. The Huns, China's enemy, had invited. The emperor had ordered that one man from every family must join the imperial army. Mulan's aging father had to fight. Again. Mulan knew her father was too old to fight. Late that night, she made a big decision. After saying a prayer to the ancestors, she used a sword to cut her hair short. Then she put on her father's warrior clothes. As her parents slept, Mulan, now dressed as a young man, jumped onto her father's horse, Khan. Then she rushed off to join the imperial army in her father's place. Somehow, she would find a way to bring Anna to her family. When Mulan arrived at the imperial army's training camp, she met Captain Li Shang. What is your name? He asked Mulan. My name? It's... Uh, Ping, Mulan said. To her amazement, Xiang and the other soldiers believed she was a man. Xiang worked hard to teach her shoulder strength and discipline. Mulan struggled to keep up. Frustrated, Xiang told her to go home. But to earn the soldiers' respect, Mulan retrieved an arrow atop a tall pole. This was the hardest training task of all, and Mulan had done it. 
Mulan was not alone on her journey. A dragon named Mushu sent from the Antestis to be her guardian, and a cricket named Kriki were always at her side. Working together, they wrote a fake letter ordering Shang and his shoulders to go after the Huns. Now Mulan would get her chance to bring her honor to her family. Heeding the letter's message, Xiang led his soldiers into the mountains. Suddenly, they were surrounded by thousands of Huns. Mulan got an idea. She grabbed the very last cannon and, using Musu's flame, lit the fuse. The cannon caused a massive avalanche of snow to fall on the Huns. But the danger wasn't over. The snow was now racing toward Mulan and her friends. Mulan's loyal horse, Khan, ran to her side. She jumped onto his back, and just as the snow was about to bury Shang, Mulan pulled him to safety. During the battle, Mulan had been injured. While caring for her wound, a medic realized that Ping was a woman. Shang had no choice but to leave Mulan behind. As she sat with Khan, Mushu, and Kriki, Mulan felt she had failed her family and herself. Then she heard the Han's voices. Mulan raced to the Imperial City to warn Shang. The Huns are alive, she told him. They are in the city. But Shang felt betrayed by Mulan and did not trust her. Mulan tried to warn in the others, but no one would believe her. The Han leader, Shan Yu, kidnapped the emperor, but Mulan and Shang rescued him. Furious, Shan Yu chased Mulan onto the place roof exactly as she planned. Mulan grabbed Shan Yu's sword and pinned his coat to the roof. She couldn't move when Mushu and Kriki shot a crack at his way. The force of the explosion sent Mushu and Kriki flying through the air. Mulan and Shang fell together to the ground as fireworks began to fill the sky. The people were celebrating, the Huns had been banished, and the Imperial City was safe. The Emperor was very grateful to Mulan. You have saved us all, he said, and then he did something extraordinary. The Emperor bowed to Mulan. Everyone in the plaza bowed to Mulan too. The Emperor asked her to stay on as his advisor, but Mulan knew it was time to return to her family. At home, Mulan presented her father with the sword given to her by the Emperor. The greatest gift and honor is having you for a daughter, her father said. I've missed you so. <clears throat> Excuse me, said a voice behind them. Does Mulan live here? Shang had brought Mulan her helmet and she invited him to stay for a dinner. The End think it was the part one end and there will be another part two but i'm not sure because this website is topped here just right when mulan invited shang to dinner i'm shocked too but i have no right to do or i just make over my own mulan just so she and shang have the happy ending but i think they did i watched the animated film of mulan it has two movies and stay you know like happy ending but in live action they only have one movie for mulan 
Mulan, but I think there will be another Mulan, like the part two of Mulan story, and the animated will have the third movie, and the live action will soon have the second and the third movie because I feel like there is something is not finished yet in this story, and they should have have the happy ending and they lived happily ever after. So yeah, thank you for listening to me till the end of this episode. Thank you.